I've been really enjoying Ted Lasso, just like the rest of the TV watching population. And Brett Goldstein as Roy Kent is obviously a stellar performance. And he has a podcast where he actually chatted with Bill Lawrence, the creator of Ted Lasso and Scrubs and Spin City and a bunch of other lesser known TV shows. And Brett actually interviewed Bill Lawrence in 2019 before they knew they were going to be working together. And I thought this was a fantastic personal insight into Bill Lawrence, who's created so many of the shows that millions of people love. Oh, Bill. Fuck, I forgot to tell you something. Yeah, go. Shit, I should have told you when I got here. It's really bad. It uh, depends on your point of view. I don't think it's good. I don't know how you're going to feel about this. I should have said it at the door. It's rude. I've come in your house and I didn't tell you this earlier, but I'll just say it. Fuck. All right, I'll just say it. Uh, You've died. Oh, oh, that's so upsetting. I know. I'm so sorry. (laughs) So sorry. You're taking it very well. I had no idea. Yeah. How did you die? What happened? You know what, by the way, is uh, in my heart of hearts, Mm -hmm. I died that my secret fantasy my entire life has has been to be, uh, when I was a mediocre comic, I got signed by managers that manage all comedians, and uh, they said, uh, you know, we're going to really build you towards creating TV shows, you're a very good writer, and I said, that's a great idea, but I'm going to be a talk show host. And so, I don't know if you know this, but the way that I died, because I've... intentionally ingratiated myself to Jimmy Kimmel and Conan O'Brien, who I'd call both friends right. and guys that I like. And eventually, in a very good way, uh, one of them is going to ask me just as a goof to sit in for them and uh, uh, host the show. I'm only going to do one episode. Yeah. It won't be even up for debate that I was better than them, if not better than anyone. Yeah. But I will, I will die immediately after the show. What will you die from? I will prob- by the way, I don't shook. care. I want to. This is the weird okay. thing. I was obsessing about how I'm going to die. I don't want to die on camera, but uh, and I'm healthy, so I don't think it's a heart attack. But I think that the best thing for me, personally, yeah. would be to leave their soundstage and do it with humility, and people going like, "Oh, that was great. That was fun." Yeah. And then I walk outside, and then my agent calls and says, "You were so good at that that CBS, NBC, everybody wants you to do it for real." Yeah. And then before I answer, I get hit by a bus. A, a uh, backstage bus. Yeah, a uh, backstage zooming, tour bus. Uh, tour bus. <laughs> by the that's way, Bill tour, Lawrence. The last, thing, the last thing I hear is that's Bill Lawrence. Uh, but, uh, it's a great death. Oh, my God. Come on. And uh, by the way, no one will ever know if it was just a one-hit wonder. But people will talk about no one ever did a better episode of a talk show than Bill did that one. It doesn't even matter who the guests were. On your gravestone, it will say he died as he lived doing a talk show. Yeah. <laughs> Constantly doing People a talk show. People will be like, remember Bill Lawrence, that amazing talk show guy? <laughs> he died doing the talk show that no one knew they were yeah. on. Wow, that's great. Do you worry about death? I don't. No? Nah. Never? Um, you want to know something that really annoys all my friends? Yeah. All right. Of course I do. Uh, I have, since I was 18, mm-hmm. I jokingly came up with a life because people used to, it, it's senior year when you write your um, your thing in your high school yearbook in America, yeah. you know, what your life philosophy was. Uh, I wrote, uh, everything goes my way. And uh, uh, the, well, yes. <laughs> and <laughs> I've said it whenever anybody asks me like, what's your like kind of life belief? I go, everything goes my way. And they think I'm being annoying. Yeah. But I really believe it's like Oprah-like shit yeah, that yeah. I'm putting it out there. And I've honestly always believed, like, uh, the the first time it was tested, I got 
hired to write on Friends the very first year. Wow. I did very well on that show. I did not get along with uh, one of the showrunners, and I was fired um, right when the show was the number one show on Earth. And by the way, I look like Matt Perry. We were friends. I wrote yes, so many of his jokes. And, uh, uh, and by the way, this is how life goes. People are like, hey, you're like Matt's skinny younger brother. You're like his fatter older brother. You're like his fatter younger brother. You're like his skinnier older brother. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, 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 when I got fired, I was fetal for a couple days, you know, and because yeah. the show was huge. And, um, and that was your first job, was it? No, I had a couple. It was the first big job. Okay. Um, but I did my everything goes my way thing. Mm-hmm. Set to my friends. I'm like, this shit's happening for a reason. Everything goes my way. And uh, one of the showrunners, a guy named David Crane, uh, who I did have a good relationship with, uh, called up Gary Goldberg and said, we didn't mesh with Bill Lawrence, but I think you'll really like him. And Gary, who I had never met, yeah. um, immediately invited me over to play basketball, which I play and he still played. Yeah. And uh, within three weeks, I was I was a staff writer on the first DreamWorks sitcom. It was Gary's show called Champs. And six months after that, we created Spin City together. You got fired from friends so you could create Spin City. Yes. Everything goes your way. Everything goes my way. Can I ask you a question? Yes. That philosophy, Yeah. do you know where it started, where it came from, where you taught that? Is that was that? Uh, I really believe, my, my father is, I have a very close relationship with my dad. My parents are still together and they're lovely folks. I've met them, they are lovely. They're good people. Yeah. And uh, my dad used to spit out these platitudes that I really embraced. And one of them that I still remember was... Uh, don't worry about the weather. And I used to stand outside um, when I had a baseball game in the afternoon and it was supposed to rain and I'd be so upset yeah. and, uh, you know, I'd be staring at the sky and he'd say, don't worry about the weather. I'm like, yeah, I'm not really, you know, if it rains, he's like, I'm, it's a, he's like, it's a bigger thing than that. I mean, don't worry about things you can't control. Yeah. So he was actually, even as a kid yeah. teaching me these things and he's, he instilled this stuff in me. Everything goes my way. I don't really mean it. I don't mean I'm the luckiest yeah, guy on yeah, the planet. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. But so, I do mean that if you honestly believe that, what he's really saying is you can turn a negative into a positive. Yeah. How many times do we get dumped and crushed by somebody or does a, you know, a relationship fall apart or a job go away? Yeah. It takes you a while, but then you go, oh, this is an opportunity. I can do this thing that I've always wanted to. Yeah, so I don't mean it. it I, the reason I made it, sounds so arrogant and cocky is that it bugs my friends <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> but that's great i'm trying to think i think unfortunately i might have been raised like everything <laughs> just be careful <laughs> do, you know what, do you know what's become fun is what? uh the amount of stories look it's not a true prophecy but the amount of stories that have been enhanced by the fact that i'll say that out loud mm-hmm. and i'll do something like um i left my wallet on the roof of my car when i was like 25 with a buddy and we drove away, and it was on the freeway somewhere. He's like, oh, fuck, you're going to have to cancel all your credit cards? I'm like, no, everything goes my way, man. And, uh, and literally, there was a weird card in there to a person I had worked with that, that was the only phone number they could find. Yeah. They called. Like, I got home that night, and the guy's like, uh, hey, we haven't talked in a year, but someone found your wallet in the freeway? I'm like, cool, I'm going to go over there with this friend that's really annoyed and get it. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change my life philosophy to everything goes Bill Lawrence's way. <laughs> everything goes Bill Lawrence's way. That's amazing. And do you, uh, so you don't worry about death because everything goes your way. No, you want to, can I tell you my favorite joke that I ever wrote in Spin City and no one yes, thought please. it was funny? Yes, Because it's this topic. Uh, do you know what a downbeat is in American sitcoms? 
uh, a sad bit. Oh, it's it's close. It's uh, in multi-camera jokes yeah. or scenes. If you're like going to do a scene that's exposition or drama, they'll say, come up with a downbeat, like a quick joke to start the scene, and then you can do the scene. Right. It has nothing to do with anything. Okay. And this is me, uh, and I, I channeled this, and uh, my friend Tim Hobart, who ran the middle with some people, and he's a great comedy writer, yeah. he and I wrote Spin, uh, he wrote on Spin City with me, is the mayor, played by Barry Boswick, and his assistant, who is played by Victoria Dillard, this character, Janelle, they're sitting in his office, and we just needed a joke, and I channeled my own life, and the mayor's sitting there looking out the window, and his assistant's name is Janelle, and he goes, uh, do you ever think about death, Janelle? And she goes, uh, no. And he goes, me neither. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> and then they just move on. That's great. Yeah, yeah. so because I think that's, you. that's me. I've ne- I never think about death unless someone asks me if I think about death. Fantastic. <laughs>